Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. We are going to be talking some crazy stuff going on in the movie world today. And of course, we're going to be doing our movie watching challenge as always. But I will introduce the crew. I am your host, Jacob Bartley. We have Brian Avalicino, Jake Berlin, Keith Barnes, and Gio Ramos. What is going on? It's our first, uh, our first official pre-recorded episode of now. For in, a in a long time, yeah. No, oh, don't, don't tell <laughs> Just pretend it's, it's live. Kidding. We're live. Yeah. We're live. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you're on time. I'm here on time. See? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell people, look, I was podcasting on Thursday. Like, what are, where did you think I was? <laughs> yes. I just put the same shirt back on because it's yeah. they're gonna think I gotta say this real quick, guys. I gotta say this real quick because we didn't do it on uh on the first official uh or not the first official, but the official 50th episode. But we're up to 64 episodes of Apocalypse now. Wow. We're up to 64 episodes of Apocalypse now. Mm. That's crazy. And we've been doing two a week. So two a week. Yeah. For a while, it was just one a week at first. Yeah. What are we going to do for the 100th? 100th, yeah. What's that? <laughs> Man, that's that's interesting. Take a day off. That's what we'll do. We could, our, like, no, I'm kidding. We, we'll know when that is if we plan it. We just count it out, count out the days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, that, we should do something really cool for that. That would, that would be fun. Yeah. I, I don't know what, but just something on air, you know? Be pretty cool. Um, awesome. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into our late drinking trivia and see how drunk everyone gets. There we go. Like Only it. if Brian actually drinks. He will. I'm not gonna <laughs> have to drink because if it's Star Wars trivia, I'm gonna skunk you under the table. Ooh. Hey. You know what, Brian? You're right. I just, I hope I have a fighting chance, is all. That's all. That's fair. <laughs> Hey, I, if I set myself so, up uh, like I'm the underdog, then yeah. you know, either way I win because they're like, Yeah, you were right, or if I win, you know, looks good. Um <laughs> all right, so I saw through that. That's why I left. Yeah, that was a loser's mentality, but that's okay. <laughs> Let's get to the movie watching <laughs> challenge like we do every week. And last last challenge was Jake. He was Chosen to watch the Thirteenth Warrior, which was a Geo chosen film. So let's get into it, Jake. What are your thoughts on the Thirteenth yeah, Warrior? Yeah, how, how much did you hate it, Jake? Come on, Tony. Um, I didn't hate it actually. I don't know why you're being so negative about it. Um, I didn't hate it. <laughs> Lowering uh, it. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the movie going in. I had never heard of it. Uh, I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know what it was about. And I purposely, when I do this stuff, I don't look at um synopsises or, or any of that stuff i go in with a totally blank slate um i watched it today uh and so i actually have a very fresh mind on it and i didn't like over the top love it but it's a cool good fun movie it's not like the most stellar thing i've ever seen in my entire life um it's definitely an interesting movie uh it plays on the norse mythology uh, to an extent, not fully, but to an extent, it's a very different take on the North uh, mythology. Um, it's also a, a very interesting mixture on the uh, Arab culture along with the Norse, uh, which is very interesting inside the film itself. Because if you don't know, uh, Antonio Banderas plays a, an Arab um, and he comes over and he essentially joins the ranks of some Vikings to uh, protect and take back something that was theirs. Um, and I didn't expect the movie to take the turns that it did as it kind of went on because it kind of goes a little bit darker and more violent than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets into some cool, interesting, like creature stuff and, and like these other people that are like very much savages and they talk in different languages and they wear these bear costumes and stuff like that. And um, it's a very, it, it's a very nineties movie like that's exactly what it is um and so uh and no i didn't hate it at all uh it was an enjoyable watch i'm glad i watched it it's not something that i'll probably ever go back to unless i'm like oh maybe i'll check that out but i'm glad i did watch it because it's different it's interesting i like seeing more of antonio banderas especially in his prime and i'm always for sword fighting and bows and arrows for vikings and yeah (laughs) or vikings in general so barbarians uh, yeah it was it was definitely right up my alley as far as a good fun cheesy movie um and yeah i did enjoy it and so no i didn't hit it at all 
John McTiernan, man. That's uh, that's who it was. I couldn't think of his name. That's that's yeah. the director. Yes, John McTiernan. Yeah. Yes, not yeah. bad. Uh, so last time we talked about it, I said it was based on something because I remember we were reading Beowulf in one of my classes, and I guess it's loosely based on the Beowulf story. Hmm. So huh. that's what it was. Um, wow. But yeah, I remember watching it. I it was it was entertaining for sure. It's not like a movie I would remember. But Gio, can I ask you what made you choose this movie for Jake? Um, well, for me, it was just a movie that I, I grew up uh, watching. Like every, I always remember it being on TV, you know, HBO. And um, as a kid, like there were certain things that frightened me. You know, uh, Jake, you were talking about what you know as the movie gets a little darker. You know, and there's a guy in the movie that you're rooting for, and something terrible happens, and you're just like, "Oh man!" But then he goes, he has the most beast, you know, fight, and I'll just say that. But um, yeah, so I thought, you know, Jake is a fan of Vikings. You know, he likes the sword and sandals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, if there was ever an opportunity to get him to watch something that he maybe would not have watched, I mean, this is this is why we do this, uh, you know, watch along or. I'm sorry, challenge movie. Yeah. Challenge, so no, and for me, Antonio Banderas is just the man, dude. He needs to be appreciated more. Like he's in of our generation, he's one of the higher regarded actors, in my opinion. One of the best parts made, of expendable. Honestly, State. it it made me want to watch Mask of Zorro again. Yeah, it's like prime. Oh, it's so like good. prime Antonio Banderas. So good. Like in that time where he's doing action and stuff, it made me want to go back and watch his movies where he was taking part in that type of stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, so the second part of this is someone else new gets challenged, and that is Keith Barnes, who was selected by Jake. And we're going to go ahead and reveal his four options. But, Keith, first you get to choose. Do you want the fans to choose your fate, or do you want to just choose a random number, one through four? I'll choose a number. Roll a dice. Okay, okay. Brian, do you have the numbers available, or you want me to do it real quick? I did it. I have one job. <laughs> Brian's back in control. All right, uh, Brian, it's all yours then. All right, Keith, your choice, well, not choices, your options are Rock and Rolla, hmm. Invictus, oh, wow, okay, La La Land, and The Raid Redemption. All great choices, man. Okay, this is the second time this has happened. I've and had I have them on it. the board. I've seen what? La La Land and The Raid 2. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what the hell? Uh -uh. It's Marcus Red. Nope. I barked those both because this exact thing happened when I was uh, when I watched <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. And those were the exact same two movies that got picked, and I said I saw those. <laughs> the Raid is marked Red. It's marked Red. When I sent you my movies that I've seen, I put both of those down. I still have the. I'll scroll back in the. Okay, message. I'm updating them right now. So no, La La Land. I already, I already took care of it. I oh, you did? Okay. I already took care of it. All right, so he has to choose between what movies? He gets to choose between two now, which is <laughs> Rock and Roll and Invictus. Well, how do yes. we do that? It's still a random number. Yeah. So pick an I have, two, unless two. unless Brian and I want to throw two more movies on the list right now, wanna, I think you should so put, put two more in there. Yeah. Well, okay. Give me Hopefully they're not. <laughs> Watch it be other movies that he's seen. <laughs> We're going to be here all night. I just have to open the drive. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. My problem is everyone's – I'm in territory where I haven't even seen the movies that I would be challenging you guys. <laughs> no, Brian, there's some movies on there that you've seen. Um, the worst part is he now knows that – you know, the le the two movies that are left were either Gio or me. Hey, you know what? We do it on the fly. We yeah, do it on the fly. While, while they're good. selecting that, uh, Keith. Yes. Would you like to see John McTarranen back in Hollywood doing movies? He, he just kind of went away, man. I, I, I <clears throat> the last I forgot he directed Thirteenth Warrior, but the last I was thinking was uh, Last Action Hero, which I love. I thought um, he was blacklisted. No, his last movie was uh, Basic with John Travolta uh, and Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. No, I know that. I'm just saying the last I heard of him was uh, Last Action Hero. I didn't realize he had directed <laughs> He directed Rollerball. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. 
Yeah, well, see, there, there you go. See, when you're doing stuff like that, then your your career is kind of over <laughs> at this point for a guy. Like, but he made some uh, great. Okay, movies. I think I think I have my choice. Um, I have. I'm gonna too. go with Star. I'm, I'm gonna go with Starship Starship Troopers. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't save that for me. I'm sorry to tell um, you. This Jesus. I sent you that list, and that movie is on it. I okay. Uh, how about this? How about Wild Wild West? I saw that in the theater. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jacob, let's order a pizza, bud. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. How about the Raid Two? That's the one we just. Uh... No, no, no. There's the Raid Two, and there's the Raid. There's two of them. Isn't the Raid Redemption the Raid Two? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed it up. Which one's the? Well, I've seen both of them though. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, take me home tonight is the one I picked. Then. Oh, with Dan Fogler and. Uh, have Dover you Green. seen it, Keith? I have seen that. I saw that in the theater. Also. Oh my goodness! I, <laughs> every movie. <laughs> I promise you, I'm scrolling back on the group chat to see where did I say <laughs> all these movies are on this list. Hey, how about Hidalgo? I have Hidalgo right in my box over here. <laughs> Let's just go with the two movies. Hey, have you seen the, the, just, have just, you seen the Devil Wears Prada? Because that's what I picked. Oh, I love the Devil Wears Prada. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh my so you well, can seen everything. Just, just, okay. just, go okay. just go with the two. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Darn you, Keith, for watching movies. One or two? <laughs> uh, two. Uh, your choice is now Invictus. Yes. Ooh. All right, man. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Cool. I don't there know how I got this. That's a rugby, right? Rugby team? Yes. Oh, yeah. Rugby. South Isn't African Clint, rugby. Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. some Mandela. The Springboks versus the All Blacks rugby. Clint Eastwood, really? Yeah, this movie is incredible. I didn't know that. I've oh, seen even I've seen it, and it's really good. I haven't oh. seen it. I'm gonna rewatch it. I don't know how I missed it. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know how I didn't know it was a Clint Eastwood movie. Wow. I guess I take it oh, you're not God. a fan of Clint Eastwood movies. I love Clint Eastwood. I just watched Million Dollar Baby like, uh, maybe two weeks ago. So I love that movie as well. Um, but yeah, oh, I can't wait to watch this one, man. All right, well, there you go. Cool. That seems like a good choice for Keith. He's going to be watching Invictus, and there you go. That's going to do it for this uh, movie watching challenge. So let's before we get to our news segment where we're going to talk about all these crazy date changes and everything going on with movie theaters, I just want to tell you about our podcast. You can find our audio podcast on almost any platform that you go to, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, at Apocalypse Movies. Go ahead and search for us there. Please subscribe to us and rate and comment. That is very important. Interact with us. Uh, rate our podcast. Comment on them. We would really appreciate it. That really helps us out a lot. And if you don't want to use all your data on video or you don't want to have a, a YouTube video blocking your phone, check out us on audio platform. It is a really good way to listen to us. And with that being said, let's get to our new segments of the day. And that's going to just deal with all this crazy uh, date shifting going on. So, Jake, why don't you tell them what we got going on today? Yeah, it's kind of a hybrid news topic today. We only have one really major topic, and it's all kind of combined in one uh, for the show for the remaining about 30 minutes or so. Um, obviously, we learned this week that a number of Warner Brothers pictures are being uh, are, are being pushed back uh, a lengthy amount of time. Uh, not just movies like Dune, but also the entire DC slate is being pushed back as well as... Uh, Matrix Four, which is actually being shifted up um, because of this, because it's already been uh, it's already been filmed and almost finished, I believe. Um, we also got news that movies like Jurassic World Dominion are being pushed back, uh, and this is this is a blow to a lot of people, just because um, just not or not people, but to theaters. And and this kind of combines into what we're going to be talking about with this: the fact that Regal Cinemas, uh, a theater chain that is very popular around us here in Northern California. Um, will officially be closing all of their theaters. Uh, they are shutting down. Um, they have over 500 theaters around the country, and they are closing their doors on all of them. 
Um, and this is all due to COVID. Uh, and it's going to be a blow to a lot of people who have just Regal in their area. Uh, we have a few Regals in our area, which will be unfortunately gone. Um, luckily, we do have another company that is staying afloat for the moment. But the uh, pushback of all of these movies means um, that a lot of these theaters are going to have to rely on releasing older films to make money. Uh, and that could be a massive blow. Uh, I will add that uh, Wonder Woman 84 is currently holding its release date. Um, and I will also add that a movie like No Time to Die has officially been pushed back to next year as well. Um, and so a lot of movies are being pushed, uh, not just months, but over a year uh, past its original release date because of everything going on. You know, some studios are taking precaution and don't want to uh, have the tenant issue of releasing it too early and shifting its release dates five different times. Um, so this is kind of an overall conversation about it because it's a big deal for us. We, I mean, we're a movie podcast. Uh, our, our topic of choice is film. And this hurts us because for a while, we're not going to have a lot of new movies to talk about. And this also hurts our movie going experience um, because some of us who may choose to do Regals, they're no longer going to be in the area. I know there's one around the corner for me here uh, where I am. I know, Jacob, you used to, you, you had the Regal Pass. Well, and now I live right next to the Roseville one. And I, yeah. right now, before this closure, I could go use my Regal Pass and they're not charging us, which I haven't, I've only seen one movie uh, since quarantine. Yeah, so it's still, it's a, it's a uh, big blow yeah, to a lot of people. Was not. <laughs> uh, it's a big blow to a lot of people, and it's something that we can discuss. So I kind of want to just open the floor about not just the release date shifts, because that's kind of like a minor conversation, but it's more so just the impact this has on theaters in the community at large as far as film fans and everything like that. So uh, I'm not going to really call on names or anything. I kind of just want to have an open discussion about this for the next 20 or 30 minutes. So forever who wants to start, the floor is open. Well, I mean, this just kind of, I mean, it, I, like the health of people and like whatever, if that's the reason for it is safety, then I'm all for it. Like it, it, that stuff is more important than us going to watch movies in the theater. But just this overall situation sucks because like, look, we're like you said, Jake, we're a movie podcast, right? So we have to talk about this. If we were, a, you know, sports podcasts have to talk about how COVID-19 is affecting sports. We're talking about how it's affecting movies. And while we we find a way to make it work. We come up with game nights. We, you know, we talk about the little news stories here and there, but it really sucks not having new releases to talk about because normally we would do a spoiler discussion on the big movie coming out. And a lot of people would respond to those and react. And it's just crazy. It, it's changed our whole, what we do basically for now. So, and I was, hoping that we could get to a place of normalcy sometime soon so we can get back to that so we could have those big spoiler discussions and stuff but like i said none of that stuff's important when it comes to like people's health and and everything but i, I don't know you know geo's been calling it all along geo's been saying look the theaters aren't like these big movies yeah. aren't going to start coming out they're not going to open fully the theaters have tried to open uh and they've been open but i was looking at tenant and tenants only made 300 million worldwide like 307 which like if there was a normal release no pandemic it would have made over a billion dollars probably so it's it's just a crazy situation man yep i pretty much agree with that i i was not a fan of tenant opening uh but they did it because hey christopher nolan wants his movie out there right um and no big movie really tested those waters. I mean, yeah, you had the new mutants, but yeah. I mean, be honest, how many people do we know were really looking forward to the new mutants? Um, I mean, for myself, not that many. Uh, it's important to put emphasis emphasis here that none of these movies that be that are being released are in trouble. These movies will come out. It's just a matter of it, it's a business decision. Okay, like people aren't going to the movie theaters. People aren't traveling or any of that kind of stuff because of this uh, pandemic. And yeah, maybe some of it's political, but that's another conversation. Um, but what is in trouble are the movie theaters because they were really hoping that some new movies would bring audiences in. You can only go off of old movies for so long um, because people, they have the comfort of their own home. Inter home entertainment is so much bigger 10 years uh, today than it was 10 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. So 
I myself, I don't think this is stopping. I think movies that are slated right now in January are going to get pushed as well, unfortunately. And one movie in particular I'm looking forward to is Mortal Kombat. I want to see that. But the fact that it's October, we haven't even gotten a trailer yet. Yeah, they're pushing that. Whatever else is slated for January, that's going to go as well. I'm not expecting Wonder Woman to stay. I mean, I they're they're brave, they're bold, but I don't expect it to let up until middle of first quarter, 2021. That's just my prediction. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's tough because um, obviously, you know, we want movie theaters to survive, but we also want people to be safe. It's like a you know, it's a pick and a pull, right? It's it's kind of like a double edged sword in a way. Um, you know, I, I think uh, studios pushing their movies back, they have the right to do that. And I think it's a smart move for them to do that. It's just unfortunate because it's at the cost of losing companies who have theaters around the country and the world, like a Regal Cinemas, who has been very near and dear to our hearts for a number of years, having theaters all over the place. I mean, I grew up going to a Regal in my hometown as well as the hometown next to it uh, or the town next to my hometown. Um, there were Regals all over the area where I where I grew up. And so uh, it's really unfortunate that that's the case because, um, I mean, like I said, it's just it's it's something that, you know, it, it comes at a cost, which is unfortunate. Um, and I agree with you. I think that January movies are probably going to be pushed back, which sucks because, you know, you mentioned Mortal Kombat. The new trailer for that film, the 355, just dropped yesterday, which looks badass. And that's a January movie. That movie's probably going to be pushed back to a to a time that we don't know as well. You know, other movies like Black Widow, which were supposed to come out this May, got pushed back a full year until next May. Same thing with No Time to Die and other films. And so, um, it sucks. It 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 really really does suck. And I will say this though: this is where um, this is possibly where companies like Netflix and Prime Video and Hulu thrive because if those movies are finished and there's a product that is already done and ready to be pushed, they could possibly nab some projects that studios can't push out because of theaters and companies could get money for as far as a buyout. And Netflix can put it on their streaming system or Hulu can put it on their streaming system as one of their original properties. Uh, we could end up seeing a lot of this happen down the line. Smaller films that were looking to get some kind of money back could possibly be sold to streaming services. So for the next however many months this is happening, we could see streaming services taking advantage of it because they're at the ready to debut products. And because if at some point if this does last a number of time or a long time, they're going to run out of products as well. And so if there's stuff on the market ready to be shopped, they could be at the waiting, ready to purchase and debut it on their own services. So um, the movie world is, has already been shifting for a long time, but Corona is shifting it to an extent that we didn't expect in the timely manner of streaming services is becoming very critical to theaters and the movie business in general. Yeah, I mean, it. the studios at some point are probably gonna just need to, they're gonna need to be making money. So these buyouts of their movies are it gonna become a necessity. Like um, the people that suffer, unfortunately, is the theater itself. Um, because at the end of the day, the studio needs to make money. That's what they want. That's what they they probably honestly could care less what theater it's in. If it's in a theater, as long as they're making money for that movie, getting the money back they put into that movie, getting mm-hmm. it back and then making some type of profit off of it. Um, so whether that is a theater or a streaming service they they at if they get desperate enough they don't give they're not going to care um so i mean it, the the real loser out of this is the theaters uh and out of the whole entire thing because you're you're going to start seeing them drop like flies you're going to probably see smaller ones closed i fear for us in sacramento that the tower is going to get shut down like i don't even know how it's still there right now um yeah but to your point brian oh sorry no you're fine 
I was just no, going to repeat myself. To your point, and remember, theaters can only open at a certain capacity. They can't open to fill every seat. So yeah. that right there is still a loss. I mean, it's just it's it's heartbreaking, and you know, I I hate making predictions, but I think next is going to be AMC because they were already in trouble. Yeah. They were the first one to be in trouble in general, and they seem to get out of it somehow. But it does seem like if it doesn't open for a while, uh, we could see another major chain drop out in being AMC. Uh, it's 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 weird because you know for the longest time I never thought of Cinemark as like the leading contender as far as movie theaters, but they seem to be the best off out of everybody right now and how they're handling things. Uh, I don't know if that's just you know backing money services or if people are supporting them in the area. I'm not sure. Um, but if theaters don't open for a while, which I don't see them opening for the remainder of the year, uh, and it sucks because when are the two biggest times or one of the two or the three biggest times to go to the movie theaters, 4th of July, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And two of those holidays are coming up there. You've already missed out on July 4th. If they missed out on Thanksgiving and Christmas, there could be a major, major halt in theaters, uh, going forward. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's good. Good call there, Brian. I was. I just drove by. I live right down the street from the Tower Theater. Um, I pass by it every day on my way home. So, uh, yeah, there's a there is a Save the Tower. I wish I would have got the information there. There's a Save the Tower campaign uh, online. So you can probably look that up uh, if anybody's in the local area, Sacramento or just California in general. Or, uh, yeah, because that will be heartbreaking, man. We've lost a lot of landmarks here in Sacramento that have been here for a long time because of this virus, like Temple Records and, you know, uh, uh, Thrift Town, which is the thrift store uh, in the movie uh, Lady Bird. Uh, that place closed, uh, unfortunately. And so, man, we almost lost Pancake Circus, uh, which is a favorite restaurant of mine. It's right down the street from me as well. So, yeah, that would be crushing to lose the Tower Theater. Um, so, and uh, yeah, sucks, man. I got a, I got a, I got a, a fifty dollar Regal gift card for Christmas last year that I haven't got a chance to use, and so, uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry to my friends who bought that for me. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Maybe I'll, well, you would have uh, thought, hey, no rush. You know, I can go. Anytime. That's exactly what I did. Plenty of great exactly. movies coming out this year. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly Keith, I, I, Keith, I do want to ask because you have a different perspective than all of us. You have. You have four kids that enjoy going to the theater with you. Um, what what's it what's it like not being able to take you know your son to a Saturday morning show or your daughter to her favorite animated movie or something like that? Uh, that's it. That just hit around the head. I was thinking about that when we I took my two oldest daughters. It went with me when we went and saw Tenet a few weeks ago, and I was like, ah, this is. I knew I missed it, right? Like, of course, like we all miss it. But walking in, it really hit me. Like, wow, this is I. The last one I took them to see Birds of Prey earlier this year, and that was back in January, right? February, uh, February, February, yeah. So, you know, we're talking uh, eight months, I guess, uh, seven, eight months. So. It didn't just it just didn't hit me until I was walking in with them how much and that's that's always been my favorite thing in the world is taking all of them to the movies like honestly it's it's a uh, it like my favorite thing to do um, other than just going myself but just taking them and so <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's been tough. That's been tough, and because uh, you know, and plus, you know, they're getting older, so these times are going to get fewer and further between. So it sucks to not have that, uh, to not have that option. You know, taking to the movies with me, but uh, yeah, it's such an unknown. Who knows? I don't know where this is going to go, man. You know, and I think Geo, everything you're saying, I think you might be right, man. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know if. Uh, uh, Jake, you mentioned Cinemark, right? Like, they seem to be, like you said, it seem to be doing okay, but who knows how long that'll last. Uh, I don't even think the ones in Sacramento County are, they're still not open, are they? I don't think they are. They officially opened last weekend. Oh, did they? Oh, I missed that. Arden, Arden, is, Arden is officially open. It opened last Arden's weekend. Arden's open? 
Everything oh. in Sacramento County opened last weekend. Wow. Yeah. I know the, IMAX, the IMAX downtown is officially open. Because I just, is it's it? funny because I just read that tower is opening on Thursday. Yeah. Everything is officially opening. Oh, here. weird that okay. like legal closed well, and those are opening. Opening. Yeah. Well, well those are, more, you know, nationwide change. You know, yeah. It's mainly the West Coast. No, yeah. Cin- no, no. Yeah. Cinemark is. Cinemark owns. Well, so own cin- the, well yeah. It's Cinemark and Century, Century Theaters, and Century Theaters owns everything. Yeah, Century. Well, no, Cinemark. No, it doesn't Cinemark owns? It's Cinemark. Oh, you're right. Cin- owns Cinemark Century. owns Century Theaters, and C- yeah. Cinemark is the main company. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because yeah, Cinemark runs because like, there's a chain on the East Coast called Tinseltown that Cinemark owns. So, when I was in Florida, I used to go. But there. are they global or are they but just? Cinemark is global. Oh, it is. Is it? Yeah, okay. okay, I know that. Okay. Okay. Well, well. Well, that's interesting, but let, let's see, though. Like you said, they can't, they can only go for so long showing old stuff that we all have at home or stuff that we have on, you know, Netflix and HBO and Hulu and all that stuff. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. It, that explains all the emails I've been getting from uh, <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> I didn't know they were open. <laughs> I haven't, know, I haven't read any of them because I was just like, nah, they're not going to be open for a while. But okay, well, they're going to have to come up with some creative ways to get people back in theaters, uh, but also, we're talking limited capacity, you know, like you guys mentioned. So uh, who knows, man? Who knows where this goes? I hate to see. We, I, we can't imagine. No, I can't, we're going to have a world where just no movie theaters at all. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's not looking good. No, man. that I don't think that'll happen. If, if a business, if one of these chains goes out of business, when theaters are able to open again permanently, a new company will be made or something, you know, or let's say one of them goes down. The other one might fill up those spots where those theaters were. I mean, sure. none of it is ideal. Like I don't want that to happen to any of these movie chains. Like I, yeah, like, I go to Regal and Cinemark and I love them both. I wish we had an AMC up here during normal times. We don't, I would go, but it's just, it's just really unfortunate. And basically tenant was like, I don't know if you guys heard the analogy, like the first penguin to go out and, to get in the water to see, to make sure they don't get eaten by the shark or, or get eaten and got by, by the shark. Yeah, or whatever, you know, the, to make sure <laughs> they, they don't get eaten. Uh, like basically, Tenet was that first movie to go out and test the waters, yeah. and the result wasn't great. That a Christopher Nolan movie, like, you were banking on it, like to make eight hundred million at least, and it made three hundred million, and it's not going to make any more. Like if if it's it's still going to stay in theaters as long as they're open, but it's not going to make much more. So if, if you're no time to die or you're Wonder Woman 84, you're like, no, that like, they just need to push it out. They need to take the loss on the marketing they've already done and just push it out as far as possible. Or what there was one movie that just didn't announce their new release date yet. I think that's the move to be honest. Black it, Adam. Uh, that's uh, it's Black Adam went went from a release date yeah. to to be determined. Yeah, I think the, they should go to be to be determined because exactly because you're gonna just keep disappointing people, right? Exactly. Because like there's some people. I mean, you know, like Keith and I did visit a theater, and I gotta say at Cinemark, my experience was very safe. I felt very comfortable yeah. with it. But yeah. there's people who are like, look, I'm gonna go know. to the theater. I'm gonna play it safe, and they're looking forward to Wonder Woman '84, and when they keep seeing it delayed, they're going to keep getting disappointed. So I think the best bet is to just say, just wait until you have more information and don't set a new release date. That's what I think. Exactly. The best well, same thing is okay. the same thing with those. Oh, oh, sorry, Jill. No, go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, to your point, Jacob, and this is, maybe this is a not so hot take. I think Ted <laughs> was the wrong movie to release first. I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. With you. It's, not, it's not a mass audience movie. Well, no, here's the thing. Yeah, Tenet kept pushing its release date. If you guys remember, right. there was market. They spent a lot of money on the marketing, and they kept saying, "It's like well, on this date, nope, this date, nope, yeah. this date, nope, this date." The the yeah. first movie that should have came out, and they should have rolled the dice, but they chose another movie instead. Disney should have went with Black Widow. It's a no. Marvel brand. It's a I property. They should have. Done I was it. gonna. I was gonna say Mulan too. Mulan, yeah, because Mulan. there no. is a there is a high chance there is a high chance that with parents already sending their kids back to school, that parents would send their kids to the movie theaters. There is a well, high possibility 
because that movie, unlike Black Widow, can fit every audience member on the planet. And and I was about to say that it's it's a worldwide. Uh, that's going to be a worldwide audience with that. But here's the thing: how many people actually bought it for less than they would have spent in the movie theaters? See, people aren't looking at it that like like. I'm, I'm curious they're, to see the numbers. They're, they're just, number one, because a lot of people that don't long. have. I want to see it. Lot, no, I agree. Well, I don't think it, it's doing. I think it's done okay but not as well as they i just heard it the other day and i can't remember what it was but. so here point, so okay. here's here's what i looked up currently um so the movie came out what september 4th on september 24th uh early projections uh estimated that mulan made 261 million dollars through disney plus premiere access hmm and imagine imagine that is that is uh, mm. Not that is subtracting a lot of marketing that takes place oh, during yeah. regular movie calendar year. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's a good amount of money. That is a good amount of money. I wonder if uh, this will pave the way for a, a story that was coming up at the end of last year for studios to start making opening their own theaters or maybe purchasing these some of these chains or, or at I least think, maybe I think you're going to start to see it. Keith, I wonder you're if start to see it. Keith, do you know who's watching? Right now, this industry with very close eye, Je- Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Oh my God. He wants to, he's already in the home video yeah, with Prime. He wants yeah. a piece of the well, movie. He was, sure. was going to make a move on AMC. Exactly. Yeah. He is, yeah. if there was one person who, I well, don't ne- really, ne- Netflix. But- Netflix has been talking about this, has been up in the conversation with Netflix for years whether or not they're going to buy a theater. They have a theater in LA already. Um, they do. Do they go yeah. masked? Yeah, yeah, they just they, have like one theater. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They go. they bought one in L.A. Uh, is this yeah. is this the option for Netflix and play, and like you're saying, Prime to step in and start mass producing their own theaters for their own home video stuff or or original content? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they upcharge the crap out of movie studios to place their movies in their theaters because I wouldn't be surprised. Capitalism. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then streaming yeah. services take over the world. Yeah, yeah, basically. Hey, but on that point, and I, I'm pretty sure you guys agree, or you can disagree if you want. They should. Uh, there are people out there who are saying right now, put these movies on VOD. Don't do that. Okay, no, no, because, please don't. All right, look. No. I'll wait five years. I'll wait five years to see it in a movie theater. I don't care. Con- contrary to popular belief, Disney does not have all the money in the world. They just bought 20th Century Fox not too long ago for a hefty price. They got movies that they already shot that are just sitting there with interest growing and growing from the loans that they did for, you know, shooting those movies. And so Disney is, is looking at this too. Like they're comfortable, but they're probably reaching a little bit into their savings right now. So only revenue from the park either. That's where I was going to go. They, they get to use the pocket of the park. As well, yeah, but I mean, they, are, they are getting, but they're getting ad revenue from sports, you know, from uh, sports broadcasts, yeah. which is ESPN. a lot. So yeah, from ESPN, and you know, you got the NBA Finals right now on ABC, which they own. So yeah, they're not going broke, but they're just they're not making really yeah. Much profit. yeah, totally. Yeah, they're not making yeah. Disney money like they used to. No, yeah. yeah. the The point is that they're not going to be putting these movies out on VOD. So get yeah, rid absolutely. of that idea, you know. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, they're not, they'll never release Black Widow on VOD. They just they no. will not do it. That and I wouldn't either if I were them. Just wait. Mulan would have had to have make probably triple for them to even consider doing. Yeah, that. and look, Mulan cost two hundred million dollars to make. Right. So that yeah, it's right. tough. Like three hundred something's nice, but not when the movie cost. 200 they need to make well, that on like and, a 40 million dollar movie and we we're not including though that that in a few weeks or possibly like right now mulan is actually being put on more streaming services for on demand oh um, yeah for like rent- it's, oh, being, really? it's being put on rental and purchase on other streaming services and so there's your there's your other revenue i'm sure yeah. it'll be cheaper than 30 bucks mm-hmm. uh than what disney plus has it and we have to include that on, Dis- on december 4th all disney plus members will be able to watch it which is also profit so it's gonna be free. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's gonna it there's its profit is gonna it, it's gonna shoot up here in the next number of weeks and months. 
Not to mention they're making money off that streaming service. And I'm guaranteeing that their subscribe numbers are going to jump up when Mandalorian comes out and WandaVision. Yeah. And I would probably guess that when Mulan goes free on Disney Plus, that is the exact day they put it out on Blu-ray. Probably. Uh, They already announced today that it's coming out in December. There you go. December 4th is the day it comes out on Disney Plus. I guarantee you that's the day. Is it really? Because that's the date they announced for the DVD. I boom yeah. called yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, uh, <laughs> honestly, there will be people because I know people who aren't Star Wars they fans. Read that already. Who aren't Star Wars fans <laughs> who don't have Disney Plus, but when those Marvel shows come out, yep. they're gonna oh, yeah. buy. They're gonna subscribe just to watch those Marvel. Hundred percent. Not to mention 100%. Falcon and Winter Soldier just started filming again. Yep. Yeah. So well, that's. I also wanted to bring that up too because. Look, a lot of projects are starting to go into production again, right? Safely, and they're doing it properly like they should have, and they're going back to the normal way it goes. But say these movies finish and theaters aren't open, what are these movies going to do? Just sit sit in a tank waiting for the theaters to open? There's no yes. way. Some of these Heavily movies, not the, not the bigger ones, not like not like the Spider-Mans and the Doctor Stranges, but some of these smaller options that these studios have uh, have control of, they're going to shop them. They're going to push them to services to make their money. They're yeah. going to wait for the blockbusters because they can still make money by per- by selling them to other companies that are going to pay for these movies to put on their services. I agree. So we're going to see in a number of months or or in the next year or so, there's going to be a lot of shifting going on between services and studios and titles and stuff like that, more so than we've ever seen. That's yeah, the R-rated more comment on Netflix, please. Yeah, I didn't so catch anything like Free Guy. I could see Free Guy going to streaming. I could see three five five sadly going to streaming. Three three five five is going to be the old guard for next year. I could year. see, uh, yeah, I could see uh, the Snyder Cut going to streaming. Oh wait. <laughs> um. Hey, Jake. Did you? So, what big movies have officially moved, and did they get release dates, or did they not? Yeah. So let me go ahead and pull. Who don't know up. yet? Let me let me go and pull that up. So real quick. Uh, yeah. So the first one to officially move was No Time to Die, and it moved to next April. Essentially, a year after its original release date, it was supposed to come out this April. Move next April. Black Widow also moved to next May, a year after its original release date. Um, The big one this week, though, was Dune. Uh, That's the one we've kind of been waiting on. And Dune was from December of this year. Yes, Keith, I feel you because my most anticipated movie this year. Um, It moved from December of this year until October first of next year. Now, this is where it got tricky because when this was announced. The first thing people thought of was, wait a second, that's the day that Batman comes out. That is the day that Matt Reeves' Batman mm. comes out. And so people were already thinking, okay, Warner Brothers is going to make the move. They're pushing all other DC movie movies back. Lo and behold, the next day, we officially learned that the Batman moved from 21 to March 4th of 22. Wow. The Matrix 4 moved up from April 1st of 22 to December 22nd of 21. The Flash moves from June of 22 to November of 22. Shazam moves from November 22 to June 23. 23. So nearly about eight months after its release date. And then Black Anna moves from Christmas of 21 to an unannounced release date as of this moment. Um, There's also been a couple other titles that have shifted uh, recently, but nothing as major as the DC slate and what Warner brothers is doing. Uh, we expect to hear a number of release dates from other major properties as well. Obviously Jurassic world dominion, like I mentioned earlier, uh, has been pushed a full year from 22 or 21 to 22 of June. Um, and so, yeah, this, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. Holiday season is always when movies come out and, uh, we're going to see a lot of these. I, I don't know what Wonder Woman's going to do. They still have time to decide. Uh, luckily, it's not until December, but uh, I definitely see that probably being pushed until June of next year. So right now, scheduled for December. Yes, and it is a, its original release date was June of this year. I probably see it being pushed until June of next well, year. Well, I have a kind of crazy conjecture about Wonder Woman and why it's staying put. Hmm. There's a chance. I'll give it about a 15% chance that a lot of things go back to normal after the election. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just, it's just a feeling. I think that it can also go the opposite way though. 
Well, it's already the opposite. Yeah, we could all die. No, it could get a lot. We we could go back into lockdown with full season with flu season. Hey, Kylo. I don't know. Kind of feels like California's a little bit in lockdown anyway, but um. I don't know. That's just, I don't know. There's a small chance that, you know. Well, hey. Yeah, I mean, Jill, like, you, like you're saying, look, if there's a movie that has the chance of making money while theaters are open safely with everything going on, it's something like Wonder Woman. You're going to get a lot of female audiences. You're going to get a lot of children, not children, but kids in that movie, teenagers, uh, obviously comic book fans. And if this it's guy. the only movie, if it's the only movie that's available in December, of course people are going to go out and see it. And if there's a drive-in option, of course people are going to go out and see it. And so there's there's definitely a chance for it to make a lot of money compared to a lot of other titles. Yeah, and December has like seen that. some blockbusters. Like nowadays, December is a blockbuster season. And yeah. if Wonder Woman's the only thing out, it, it's possible it could do well. But I don't – like – are we going to be a better in a better state than when we were when Tenet came out? Is the question because Tenet only made three hundred million, so that's yeah. And if Regal's not well, open, maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if there's any issues, if you're just talking about the virus, Geo, maybe, maybe not. Uh, there may be other stuff going on post election that could shut everything down as well, but who knows? Uh, I don't want to go too far into that, but it depends who wins. Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, but Jacob hit it on definitely hit it on the head earlier about just big like Jake. You just read off all these dates that everything's shifting and stuff, and like just it, we went through the same thing with the sports leagues and summer. And we we're trying to figure out when to come back, and especially with baseball, just stop announcing dates because you're going to have to keep mm-hmm. pushing it back. Or just just. TBD, just until you get an actual all Black clear, Adam, yeah. or relative, relatively all. Clear. Yeah, and it's just just TBD until you because because if you can, like I said, I think that pushing, constantly pushing tenant, at least at least three times. I mean, uh, that may have hurt it. Noah's movies have never really been big like big openings. You know, I think uh, Inception did pretty well. Um, but they've never been like massively open. Uh, well, they end up making a lot anyway. of money because they because good right. reviews and they stay in theaters for a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they never open up at like a hundred and whatever million or you know you never really get that with, with his movie. So um, yeah, I don't know if that was the right movie, like you said, to open up with, but uh, we'll see. It'll be it'll be very interesting. I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to talk about this. So yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Come back, come back on what or the first week of November and see what really happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be apocalyptic TV. We're gonna be talking all TV shows. Yeah, I, I know, right? I, I am not against that whatsoever. You know how apocalyptic streaming. Honestly, streaming. Like, yes. What else are we gonna talk about? We, we'll just do like a, a side. We'll podcast. just we'll just start playing video games against each other. That's all. Yeah. Hey, oh, that would be what you guys and squadrons. Don't mess it, dude. Brian's gonna like, buy that. That's another. Know, that's another whole conversation. That Five hundred dollars. Jacob, you don't think pool. I already have squadrons? No, I'm saying the the streaming piece that we need to be able to do that. I already have it. So yeah, it. we have both, both. Brian and I both have it. Oh wow! There you go. <laughs> there we go. We're we're set. Supporting my Twitch. Apocalypse gaming streaming. There we go. I'm not. I'm not making a logo for that guy. Sorry. <laughs> No, get it's all good. Um, I'll get bored and I'll play around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You won't be able to help yourself. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're right. You guys are right. You guys are right. I think we figured it out. Like we found a good formula, like with our game nights and stuff like that. But like, there's other yeah. movie YouTube channels that are strictly like they only do reviews and they only do movie news, right? So those channels are the ones that are like don't know what to do or make up content and things like that. So it, it's difficult. Some people are. Jeremy Johns, who I love, he's he's reviewing old stuff. Old he's, movies, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is good. This is great. You know, a lot of movies that came out yeah. before people started reviewing them online. So, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe we, maybe we should not that we should do a separate thing, but we should maybe we should talk about the bigger streaming stuff on our channel as if it's a new movie now. Like, you know what well, I mean? Like, 
That's, we do that. Well, we did, we did, we did yeah. it with Noah Holmes. We did that with Noah yeah. Holmes recently, and we did it with the old guard. And well, I mean, like even if we do like if we do like the boys or something like that when when the season's done, I don't oh, know. Yeah. If oh we well, have, yeah. We, I mean, it, I already have a thumbnail made for a boys' spoiler review. So okay. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you're five <laughs> steps ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you even have to question anymore. <laughs> no, well, that's a good thing. Well, because like you know, we we talk about Mandalorian and like Daredevil because we're like, oh, related to the movies, yeah. But then like the boys is just a TV show, but it's so good. Or that, but the boys Umbrella is so, Academy. Yeah, so it makes sense. We didn't we didn't talk Umbrella Academy. I don't know if anybody else. Yeah. Watched it, but, yeah. Guess what? Well, Fan coming back though. Yes. Yes, it is. Um. Well, it's basically like we used to do Nerd Nation, right? Sorry, Brian. And uh, like we would talk about the we would talk about the boys on Nerd Nation, right? Like, <laughs> if it was out, and we kind of like pushed, you know, Padawan Nerd Nation into the into now, basically. Like we can talk about those things on here, so kind of works. Yeah. Get ready for Brian's uh, MCU One Division reviews. Oh, don't worry, Brian. I got, I'm already have a name idea for the. Hey, that's the. Yeah, that's the shirt. Brian's MCU division review. No, nope, like, it's going to be called Brian's vision. Brian vision. No, Brian no vision. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> man, oh man. Hey, when when does the Mandalorian premiere again? October 30th. October 30th. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to sleep hit, until yeah. then. <laughs> that's going to be. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Um, well, yeah. Any last thoughts, guys? Like, I mean, it, not to be such a somber show, but it's just the reality of the situation that we're in. Like yeah. right now, we we got to talk about it. Stay safe, everyone. Just stay safe. Do do it. Wear your mask. Do what you need to do. That way, we can get back to normal. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Exactly. Wear your friggin' mask. We can go to the movies. It is it is not that difficult. Really not. Actually, some of the masks actually make you look really cool. So put your mask on. I know. I'm getting used to it now. Sometimes I like yeah. leave mine on and I forget that I have it on sometimes. Because <laughs> some of us need to wear the mask. Yeah, the face. <laughs> you look I, um, yeah, they have some really comfortable ones. Uh, if you mm. just do some research, they have some really comfortable ones. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Thank you for joining us on this newsy topic episode and and don't forget to join us on this upcoming tuesday we would really appreciate it and of course find us on social media facebook uh, instagram twitter at apocalypse movies and check out our merch store t public buy some shirts buy some swag we will see you all next week <laughs>